G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. It really annoys me when you buy one of those big boxes of cereal at the supermarket only to find that it's half full of air when you get it home. It feels, well, deceptive, dishonest. Perhaps that's why there's something about being an honest traitor that makes you stand out from the crowd these days. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to A Different Perspective as we continue with the next message in this series called Are You a Blessing or a Burden? The cereal box thing is really annoying, isn't it? More and more, the manufacturers of products are using visual tricks to get us to purchase their products over the next guys. Of course, they'll tell you that they're not doing anything dishonest. The weight of the contents is clearly marked on the box for all to see, and sure it is. But they're deliberately misleading us because they know that what we see is the size of the box, not the weight printed in rather small letters on some insignificant corner of the box. The other trick you see is that the size of the shampoo bottle shrinks over a period of a year or so, but they still charge you the same for it. Or there are fewer biscuits in the packer than there used to be, and the double whammy is when they shrink the size of the individual biscuit as well. And okay, if you had the old packaging from a year ago, the packaging of the shampoo or the packet of biscuits, you could compare the old and the new and make an informed judgment as to value for money. But of course, you don't have the old packaging, and so the unannounced, often undetectable reduction in size and weight of a product amounts to a sleight of hand in the sales transaction. Everyone has to make a profit, and yes, different suppliers have to compete with one another and other suppliers who employ these tricks. But deep down, we know there's something not right here. It's wrong. It's not that they're robbing us of huge amounts of money. It's just that there's something, well, it's not right. But it's kind of hard to put your finger on exactly what it is. Well, let me tell you what it is. It's the dimension of deception. Deception doesn't have to be a bald-faced lie for it to be a deception. Although sometimes it is. Deception can occur when someone only tells us, part of the truth. Deception can occur when we substitute one thing for another without making it entirely clear what we're doing. Deception occurs when someone stretches the truth, perhaps, through even the slightest exaggeration in order to give us a distorted view of the truth, a distortion which gains them some advantage. How how it's done doesn't matter. What matters is what's being done, and what's being done here is that we're being deceived. The intent is making you think one thing, and yet giving you something different entirely. That's why the protests of the manufacturer who says, well, the weight's on the front of the box, are so hollow and disingenuous. It's not the how, it's the what, and the what is called deception, and deception is wrong. So here's the question for you today. Are you an honest trader? Or do you say and do things that are intended to deceive, to hide the truth? The thing I've noticed about deception and dishonesty is that day by day, opportunities abound for us to be dishonest. Hopping on the bus with electronic ticketing and putting through an amount that doesn't cover the distance that you're intending to travel. 
Putting together some cushy arrangement with a supplier who'll pay you an undisclosed commission for the business on the way through. The opportunities range from the absolutely minor, sometimes we call them the little white lies, through to serious graft and corruption, and everything in between. How many people cheat on their income tax returns each year? How many people tell little white lies to get out of something they just don't want to do? Now, you may say to me, well, come on, Bernie. I'm not into serious graft and corruption. The odd little thing here or there, stealing a pen from the office, lying on your timesheet to get paid for work you didn't do, on it goes, they're not really serious that much. And sure, sometimes the actual physical consequences of the deception are small. But in many countries, the graft and corruption can hold the whole economy back. It can keep people in poverty because people in power are lying their pockets while the poor are being marginalised and starving. And in any case, where do you draw the line between a white lie and serious corruption? Who's going to be the judge of all of that? Where's the test that I apply of what's acceptable and what's not? When someone deceives me, is that a blessing or a burden? An asset or a liability? Is that solving a problem for me or is it part of the problem? The answer is pretty obvious to that. If we want to be a blessing to the people around us, then one thing we cannot be is dishonest. We've been unpacking some of the wisdom, God's wisdom, God's practical truth and wisdom from the Old Testament book called Proverbs. Have a listen to these couple of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 11. A false balance is an abomination to God, but a just weight is his delight. And Proverbs chapter 16, verse 11. Honest balances and scales belong to God, and all the weights in the bag are his. Now, look, I have no idea whether you believe in the same God as I do or not. But it seems to me, if there is such a God, some all-powerful being, of course, you may not believe in that, but I do, wouldn't you want him, wouldn't you expect him to be honest? Wouldn't you expect him to value honesty and integrity? I sure would, and it seems the God that I believe in does. And I have to say, I I agree with him. See, I want to deal with people who are straight up and down, who are honest, decent, reliable, trustworthy, salt-of-the-earth kind of people. Those sort of people are a real blessing because whilst I don't always agree with them, whilst they may not always get everything right, I know that their heart's in the right place. I know I can trust them. See, if that person's heart is in the right place, you can trust them. And that's a blessing. It's an incredible blessing in a world where so many people want to deceive you, where so many people want to rip you off. How do you live your life? Are you honest? Or are there areas in this whole honesty versus deception thing that you know need cleaning up in your life? And if there is something to clean up, do yourself a favour. Do us all a favour. For goodness sake, clean it up. Mend your ways. We want to be able to trust you. We, We want you to be a blessing to us. And we want to deal with someone whom we can trust. Being trustworthy in your dealings with others, worthy of our trust will be such an incredible blessing from you to the rest of us. Come on, get on there. Bite the bullet. If there is something there that you know you have to deal with, get rid of the deception and step up onto a higher plane. It's interesting how much God's Word talks about this whole question of dishonesty and deception. There are so many verses that tell us two things. Firstly, that God hates deception. And secondly, don't do it. Have a listen to this one, Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 to 20. There are six things the Lord hates, in fact seven that are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, 
a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run toward evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among his brothers. My son, keep your father's commandment and forsake not your mother's teaching. What's so telling here in this proverb that God's giving us is that a lying tongue deception comes right next to but ahead of the shedding of blood. And further down the list, it's repeated in a different way, a false witness who breathes out lies. In this list of six things that God hates, and in fact seven things that are an abomination to him, the only thing that is mentioned twice is dishonesty. You reckon God's trying to tell us something? God's an awesome God. He is faithful, reliable, and completely trustworthy. It's part of who he is. It's, it's part of his nature. And since you and I are made in his image, the desire of his heart is for us to be like him. And it's a good plan, isn't it, to be holy and to be pure? I know it can be tough to let go of some deceptions because deceptions can end up being quite profitable in the short term. They can confer considerable benefit to us in the short term. But then, you know, there's, there's nothing quite as rewarding as knowing you've done the right thing. That even though people can't see it, you have done the right thing just because that is what pleases God. It's your choice. One of the most powerful ways that you can share the life-changing love of God through Jesus Christ is to be a blessing to others. Now, that's an easy concept to pull up next to, but actually doing that, actually being that blessing, especially in those difficult relationships, well, that can be a whole lot harder. And that's why I'd love to send you a free copy of our latest life application booklet. It's called Three Ways to Be a Blessing, and it's full of life-changing practical Bible teaching to help you do exactly that, be a blessing rather than a burden. You can request your free copy right now. Either stop by at ChristianityWorks.com or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 and we'll send your booklet straight out to you in the post. Again, that's ChristianityWorks.com or 1-300-722-415. Hey, thank you so much for joining me. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.